What should we learn from Sunday's election of a hardcore leftist as Chile's president? Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead. We get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. Chile is Latin America's richest country, where poverty rates have plummeted in the past 30 years from over 50% to under 10%. It has become an international trading powerhouse. Yet on Sunday, voters there elected a 35-year-old leftist as president. The proudly tattooed Gabriel Boric led a coalition that openly includes communists. He promises to scrap Chile's private pension system, raise taxes, launch a government-owned lithium mining company, cancel student debt, make universities tuition-free, and vigorously fight climate change. Property rights will be trampled. There are two important takeaways here. First, this election will lead to more turmoil in South and Central America. Unfortunately, the nostrums espoused by Gabriel Boric will smother the economy, further inflaming discontent. His election, though, will embolden similar forces in other Latin countries. The political and economic fallout will give big openings to China and Russia and will fuel more migrations to our southern border. Our next-door neighbor, Mexico, has a socialist president, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, popularly known by his initials, AMLO. He will be motivated in extending government control of an already troubled economy, especially the oil section. He is also working to control the country's judiciary system to curb restraints on his power. Further economic troubles will empower the drug cartels, not to mention swelling the number of those trying to cross into the U.S. The second takeaway is that leaders can't rest on past success. Chile was an economic miracle, but for years politicians, particularly those who consider themselves right of center, didn't continue pro-growth reforms. Taxes, for instance, are too high. The top income tax rate exceeds the U.S.'s. So does the corporate tax. Social Security taxes are 60% higher than ours, and there's a supranational sales tax of 19%. Chile should have followed the example of places like Singapore in beating down tax rates to stimulate robust economic growth. Chile should also have adopted a Singapore-like health care system that is both universal in coverage and eminently affordable. Unfortunately, with the Chile election, countries to our south will continue to pursue policies that are better promoting poverty rather than prosperity. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again.